Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, this is Doug, and this is the Homegrown Remix Podcast, the podcast where everybody except me is bright. Uh, so we've already recorded this once, but we didn't record it. That's on me. Um, so we're going to re-record this, and I'm pretty excited about it because the answers were really good in the first uh, first take, so we're going to go back at this. Uh, I'm going to have Braden read all of the questions. Um, Braden Van Dyke, introduce yourself as we go around. Tell uh, everybody who you are, what you're about, and then we'll go from there. All right, let's do this. Hey, so I'm Braden Van Dyke, and I am a lead team coach here at Crossroads, and I've been volunteering for four years. I'm Abby Appleter. I'm a freshman at Reading High School, and I'm on the lead team here at Crossroads. I'm Graydon Monachino. I'm a junior. I'm homeschooled, and I'm on lead team here at Crossroads. Hi, my name's Brady Parker. I also am a freshman at Reading, and this is my first year doing tech here at Crossroads. I'm Drew Swihart. I'm a freshman at Hanover Horton, and I'm lead team crew, men, crew member here at Crossroads Farm. Great. So tonight we were talking about the story of Joseph, and the truth is that God is for us. So the first question we have is, are you more of a feel how things are going right now, either things are great or things are terrible, or are you a I think it'll be okay type of person? I would say I'm a go with the flow kind of person like I just kind of process things as we go and if it's bad it's bad if it's good it's good you just keep going the world doesn't stop just because you had a bad day I definitely wish I was more of a go with the flow type of person um, I'm getting better but I definitely dwell on things more than I wish I did um, even if I had to have a bad day I want to be able to move past that I believe I'm a go with the flow kind of person I don't really hover over any bad that happens to me or anything because the world definitely doesn't stop when you're having a bad day just keep living life and looking forward to the future I certainly try to be a go with the flow type of person God has everything every part of our life in his hands and uh, we all need to be able to trust him that trust in him that everything will be fine well, I'm so glad that we have a variety of answers there because sometimes we need to be reminded that there's a new day tomorrow, but also to stop and smell the roses. So the second question we have is, if you were Joseph, how would you handle the horrible things that kept happening to him? I definitely would not handle it as well as Joseph did. Um, I do not like the idea of people not liking me, so I wouldn't have, wouldn't have even made it past the fact that his brothers didn't like him or they hated him even, so that's where I would get caught up. I would say I agree with that. I definitely would not respond to it as well as Joseph did, would not have the best Christian attitude towards it. Um, I mean, I could probably make it until I got sold off. I, I don't think I'd handle being sold very well, though. I will not um, be one of those people that would last through that because I feel like being hated really is hard, and if I'm not... If I don't believe that people think very highly of me or dislike anything that I do or my opinions or anything of the sort, um, it really bothers me. Joseph was a good Christian man, and he went through life with a good attitude, and uh, there were lots of parts in there of his life that 
I don't think I would be able to handle as well as he did. Uh, he was hated, and people didn't listen to him because they didn't believe him about the things he said, such as dreams and cornstalk. Yeah, being hated would not be a part of life that I would be able to get through very well. Yeah, so one of the biggest characteristics of Joseph that Doug talked about that he was able to get through these horrible things is his resilience. Would you consider yourself a resilient person? I would say I'm definitely a resilient person. Um, whether that be physically or mentally, I tend to handle pain fairly well and just kind of keep rolling with it. You know, just because you have a bad day, we'll, like I said, we'll keep going on. So you just got to keep going. I think resilience is being able to see the positive within the negative or around the negative because negative things will happen. You can't avoid that, but you can always look more towards the positive things that happen than dwell in the negative things. Would you say it's more important to be resilient mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Which one of those? I think they all kind of bounce off each other. Like once you're mentally resilient, your body is more likely to be resilient. And once your body is more likely to be resilient, you can have spiritual resilience. And it all just kind of feeds off one another. Like once you're not mentally resilient, your body may begin to like not bounce back as quickly. I would agree with that. Mental uh, resilience is very important in life because if your body goes down, you still at least have your mind. But if your mind goes down, you have no use of a body. So that's a great answer because I was about to ask next, which do you think is the hardest to maintain? I also think that the hardest to maintain would be mental because um, mental drainage is really hard to kind of build back on, bounce back, because if you're physically tired and strained, then you can like relax, sort of take a day off and bounce back. But mentally, it's harder to get back to the state that you were at before you started to slip away from their high point. Great. So the next question we have is most people get stranded in deserts of being hated, being lied about, and being abandoned. Put in another way, it's deserts of what people think about you, what people are saying about you, and their commitment to you. Are there, is there one of these that is the hardest for you? I would say being lied about is the hardest for me because just, I, I'm not a fan of all the drama that goes on in high school in this day and age. And so it just really bugs me when people make up lies and falsehoods and all that just really for attention. I think you can combine that with like the idea of being hated with like creating the idea of image or what others think of you because I personally get caught up in that, like thinking, oh, what, what do they think of me? What did they think of what I just said? What could I have said differently? Like just the idea that you don't, you may think you're somebody, but other people may have said something completely different and now everybody has a different opinion of you. Kind of to go off of her answer, I think it's really hard when you sort of make up a false claim of what you think other people think of you. So if you, if you think that they don't like you or they think that you're not so great, you're not the best. It's kind of hard to go through life thinking about that. So Joseph had to learn how to trust God when bad things kept happening. How can we learn in today's age to trust God when bad things happen to us? Um, I think hanging around with people that put their full trust into God, um, that would really help you along the way during life. Because if you're having a hard time, you can kind of lean on someone else that's um, really strong in their faith and they really believe that God has their whole future planned out for them and 
everything to come. Anytime um, I was going through a hard time, even when I was younger, my mom would always say, before you go to bed, just go through what God has given you and what you're thankful for. And she always said, I promise you, you, you can do it until you go to bed. And you can say the things that God has given you is way, it way outweighs the bad thing because there's so much God has given us and he uses the trial for us to see that. I would say going with what Drew said, having a good foundation around you for support of uh, fellow believers who can, when you go down, you can, they can support you. And when they go down, you can support them is really important. Because we're not meant to do this alone as Christians. We need each other to get through this. So the things that you guys have been describing, we, we call them spiritual disciplines. They're uh, praying, reading your Bible, being surrounded by the people of God and the presence of God, pouring out the praises of God. How do you guys make time for that in your day-to-day activities? Are you people who uh, like to have quiet times in the morning before school starts? Or are you to, likes to... Uh, Take it to God in prayer at the end of your day. In the mornings when I wake up, I give the day to God. I kind of pray about it and say, I'm giving it all to you, God. And then at the end of the day, I pray for things I have coming up next, future days of the week. And um, I thank him for all the great things he's done in that day. Um, even if it's a hard day, hard day to get through, still thank him that he gave me the day that tomorrow would be a bit better than what it was like that day. Um, This past year especially, I've started writing down a prayer every day, and it's really helped me um, remember to do it. Not just remember, but make it a habit during my day, because if I miss one, then it's in my record, in my book, that I missed a day. And so it's really good for me. Like, I've grown a lot in making sure that is the first priority of my day, even if it's not in the morning. I always think of a time that like this is going to be my time for only God and put most like all the distractions away. I would say I'm more of a, I do it at night, like usually laying in bed before I fall asleep. I like to process my day and just kind of anything that popped up bring it before God and let him speak to me then and right before I fall asleep. So I'll end with this. We've been studying different truths from God's word from these, these legendary figures. Um, and this week's truth is God is for you. And the reason we do this is because it's so important to speak truth to the lies. Most of the things that we pick up are lies from the enemy who is trying to distract us. And so 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says that we take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So I want you guys to come up with a phrase or something you'll say when bad things happen to you. For example, God is for me. This will pass. He is good. He is working for our good. What kind of things can you speak to your life in? Um... One of the first years at Crossroads, it was actually Dawn who said this to me. I'm pretty sure she has uh, something in her office that says, but God. And I really, I will always remember those two words because you can use it in any situations, big or small. Just thinking about it, God is so much bigger than anything on this world. Those two words may be small, but they are so impactful to me. Thanks, guys. That was uh, that was awesome. Thanks, Braden, for taking that taking over the uh, conversation. It was fantastic. And uh, as always, let's just give you one last shot. So you're looking at Joseph's life. You're looking at your friends' lives. What encouragement would you like to leave the rest of the world with right now? You'd like to say, look, when bad stuff happens, here's what I think you need to know. Um, when bad stuff happens... Just continue looking forward and look what God has for you, what, ha- what he has in store, and um, look to the big prize at the end. So look, at, look towards heaven, look towards what you would receive. 
after hmm. I think about that also, but also thinking about my friends who haven't accepted Christ, th- thinking about their future and what their end looks like. So if you are just a believer or you are a far mature believer, think about your friends who haven't accepted Christ because you know where their their end is and you know where yours is and where do you want them to be. Perfect. Nothing else. So from the peanut gallery and uh, these exceptional, exceptional students, thanks for uh, spending time with us, guys. You're awesome. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully your week goes better than Joseph's. Life did generally. But uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.